This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Gregory's, the company for rats. From the people that brought you rat vegetables, now that Gregory's brings you rat clothes, rat apartments, and rat TVs. Gregory's, if rats want it, we got it. And now it's time for the Sports Lords. I'm <laughs> a rat. Happy Geikoween again, sir. Happy Geikoween. What's that? In October. If you're afraid of rats, you probably have never sampled Gregory's rat stuffs. Yeah. yeah. Definitely shout out to our new sponsor, Gregory's Rat Stuffs. It's literally anything you can imagine, rat size. Well, finally, there's a one stop shop to get all your rat stuff. Because I've spent so much time running all over town. All over. Yeah. <laughs> With, with your rat tail, looking, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jimmy, just full speed sprinting through the city with a rat tail flowing behind. Yeah, <laughs> you go into a rat stuff store and say, uh, "Do you guys have rat TVs?" And they nope. say, "No, nope, we only got rat socks." Yeah, <laughs> rat socks. But my rats need TV. Yeah. <laughs> so you pull out your phone book and you look at the next rat stuff store. You sprint. And it's there. across town yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. So I, for one, am so glad that Gregory's has, has come along with, you know. And it's everything. great timing because we're in a new secret uh, location because. One of our other annex sportatoriums. Yeah. We've got rats here because I'm rat sitting for someone I know who owns rats. Yeah, we don't have rats in the sense of like they've inf- the vermin has infested our no. studio. It is a, a, a big cage apartment for pet rats. Yeah, yeah. it's like a three story or like, oh, let's see, one, two, three, four story rat apartment cage. Rat loft? There's like four hammocks. There's yeah. a bunch of hammocks. Five it's, hammocks, maybe? It's like a fucking rat Rube Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And I'm only doing this as a favor and because it was made clear to me that I didn't have to touch the rats. And it's bigger than my apartment, and you could probably charge like $3,000 in New York City. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. I mean, this alone, this little like banana hammock uh-huh. thing, that's probably, if you just rented that, yeah, it'd be... To be a couple thou, yeah, yeah, some, some like twenty year old would like squeeze in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to shower. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is home. This is. Great. Who are my roommates? A couple rats. Sure. Perfect. They're quiet. So Billy. It sounds like New York is crazy. <laughs> I live with two rats. They have a little ball at the top that they sleep in, and I don't know what they're doing up there. Uh, they're good guys, though. They're brothers. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Gregory's. Yeah, that's your stop. That's your, your stop. Yeah. You go to one place. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because I know, yeah, like you said, it sucks to go from place to place. Yeah. You know, it takes up so much time. It's nice to just, you got one place. They 
get every, you get everything. It's, it's like a Walmart almost for it rats. And I'm, and I'm going to be going to Gregory's a lot too because, it, as I told you guys, and I guess I can tell these serfs, yeah. since you don't know the person that I'm talking about who I'm doing this as a favor to, <laughs> uh, he was denied entry back into the country. So I might be these now. rats' new daddy. I might be going to Gregory's quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or even ordering online from Gregory's wonderful website. Yeah, I'm sure there's delivery. There's home delivery, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because rat school starts soon, and these guys, I'm going to need to... Oh, wow, that's a lot of responsibility to get these guys ready for rat school. Yeah, but rat school only lasts two and a half weeks. Yeah, but you don't want them showing up to school in the same clothes no. they had on last year no. because they'll get made fun of. Exactly. Jimmy, what was the commercial? It was for like Pets 2 that we kept seeing when we were watching college football like a month ago. And it was like, puppy school. Is, what does he say? It's now in session. <laughs> puppy school is now in session. I imagine there's a similar yeah. rat. A very, you know, uh, bookish-looking rat who leads rat school. Rat school is now in session! (laughs) Diego, what do you think a rat's lifespan is, roughly? A rat's lifespan? Like one of these rats? Yeah. Well, these indoor rats, I think, definitely don't live as long as the subway rats that can survive anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I'd say, like, what? 10, 15 years? It's two years. Oh. Mm. These rats are short. Short life. Short term. Short term rats. Yeah. Short short lifespan, but damn, do they create a lot of great art. <laughs> <laughs> they get a lot out of those two years. Yeah. Man. It's like it's like Mozart. Mm-hmm. Or um, Kurt Cobain or sure. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rat Cobain. Anyway, enough rat talk. Sorry, to, uh, you know, it's just Gregory's, and then the fact that I'm sitting we're right next at to them right we're now. looking at looking rats. They're listening rat to cage. us. Yeah. So um, if you hear any noises, any squeaking in the background, it's it's not me. It's no. the rats. Yeah. Yeah, they're mostly just sitting in a ball right now. Um, so they shouldn't be too distracting. No, they're good guys. They're pretty but chill. um, yeah. What a week of sports, huh? Another week of sports on the books. The NBA comes back tonight. I'm super excited about that. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking more NBA down the line here in a little bit once it gets going. But World Series, game one. World Series sure. is also tonight, which you, will have already happened, we know, in yeah. the future. We, but you, know, you know, it's a, I did a stand-up comedy show this past oh. weekend, and I just remembered. Tell us a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stand-up? Oh, no. Tell us a joke. Oh, no. Um... Yeah, don't do that. I won't way. do that. Yeah, and you don't do no, that. No, yeah, and surf. Yeah. Don't do that. If someone tells you that they do comedy, yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Or to be like, if you're, you know, I bet you get a lot of good material out of this exchange. Oh, nope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't do that. But anyway, you did a stand-up comedy show. Oh, so. well, I just brought that up because I just remembered at the beginning of the show, I like brought up that I was a Braves fan as part of a setup to a joke that bombed. But um, then you jerk off in front of yeah, women. Yeah, it's like I love the Braves, and then I pull my pants out and jerk off. That's what stand up is, right? Yeah, that's I think so. That's what I thought. That's what I told the police officer. Yeah. But this woman in the front row is like, Wee! and I was like, oh, are you a Braves fan? She's like, yeah, well, I'm a Braves 
slash Nationals fan. What? And I was like, exactly. That's what I said. I was like, what? And she's like, well, I'm I'm from Atlanta, but I live in D.C. And I was like, so I took the mic and I just bopped her right on the head. Good. But um, it sounds like a lady who was sitting next to us when I went down to Knoxville for the Tennessee Georgia game. And it was like a lady sitting next to us and she was decked out in Georgia gear. She had like a jersey and the Mm -hmm. hat and everything. And we started talking to her because like, you know, it's whatever boring game after Georgia's blowing us out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I graduated from Tennessee, but I live in Georgia now. What? Like, what are you talking oh, about? That's so weird, especially Dude, for college. That's so weird. And you came back here to root for the better. I mean, yeah. it's smart to root for the better team. You won't be sad, but still, but still, it's weird. Yeah, some people like don't take sport allegiance that seriously. I've noticed that loyalty is more important to me and like us than like most people. A lot of people. I heard yeah. that... Um, I read somewhere that, like, in the UK, for the first time ever, like, young people are starting to have multiple favorite teams. Yeah, you could only root for, like, your one, like, Derby County. Yeah, like, like you support this team, and that's who you support. And I'm of that mindset, too. Call me old school, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to yeah. say something offensive, but I won't. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's like. I kind of uh, do think you should have a team. And if you want to, like... There's other teams that I don't hate. That's right. Like, I would sure. rather they win than this other team. But there team. should be a team that, but no matter who they're playing, you're rooting for them. It supersedes all other teams. Yeah. yeah. Like in soccer, for example, there's so many leagues around the world, and I watch a lot of them. It's more fun to have a rooting interest when watching a game than not. So it's like... Barcelona is a team I grew up loving, but in the Premier League, like I like Tottenham and like. But if Tottenham plays Barcelona, I'm rooting for Barcelona because right. they're the team I, as a child, started rooting for. Right, right. And, and just I'm, like now in the World Series, we're gonna be maybe rooting for one team over another. But if the Braves are playing, I wouldn't be yeah, I'd hate both. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's that's all that's I got strange. to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Forrest. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we got the Nationals versus the Astros in the World Series. Um, I guess, I yeah, by default, I have to root for the Astros. Yeah, I'm kind of ambivalent at this point to baseball in general, mm-hmm. but if I uh, had to pick a team, even though we'll get into the story in a second, even though the Astros are... And a little egg on their face. Ooh, yeah, uh, they do. Not a good look. I'd rather they win than the Nationals, just because, again, the Nationals are a rival of the team that I like. Right. So I can't yeah. root for them. Yeah. And I'm rooting for the Astros, too, because I just thought it was cool that they named a team after the Jetsons' dog. Yeah. That is cool. It's like, that's cool. It's like someone really loved Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. and his cartoons, and I was like, mm, that dog Astro is the coolest. Yeah. They yeah. almost were the Houston Rosies. Yeah, almost. The robot made. Oh, George. Um, yeah. You can't but, name a team after a woman. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> no. Um, but it's going to be a real battle of uh, great pitching and, you know, Astros have a ton of offensive power. And so do the Nationals, man. Anthony they Rendon is like MVP Rendon. caliber. Yeah. Like Soto's pretty good. Soto's good. Trey Turner is a quick little guy. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And 
one thing, one nice little cherry on top is that it's it is nice to know that Bryce Harper is probably kicking himself because yeah. he's not in Washington anymore. He thought he was upgrading with the Phillies, and he didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, I don't hate Bryce Harper. I just think he's he's pretty douche doucheified. Clown take, bro. It's a clown take, bro. What's a clown take? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm mocking Bryce because he got Did a he question say- asked a while ago, and it was like clown question, bro. That was like, a oh response. really? Yeah, and that's like stuck with him now. Mm-hmm. That's like the thing people make fun of. Him yeah, with. that's. that's- worthy of being made fun of um i also should take this opportunity while we're talking about bryce harper to just mention that he had his first child in during the season yeah and uh he named his his son crew spelled k-r-e-w so just figured i should pretty cool say that crew harper crew call me crew crew harper (laughs) where does that name even come from you think he just like pulled it out of his ass oh yeah he definitely, he definitely, I mean, come on, right? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like for name? sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I believe you. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Crew. Call me Crew. Anyway, that kid will be cool, though. He'll he be will, super yeah, he'll be, level-headed and like an really. Awesome guy. I bet it'll be like in a musical theater and it'll just eat away at Bryce Harper. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Father, I want to sing and dance on stage. <laughs> what? Hi, I'm the very model of a modern major general. Straight to Gilbert and Sullivan, the classics. Father, I don't want to see baseball. I want to go see Stephen Sondheim plays. <laughs> Father, can we go to the baseball stadium? Yes, finally, yes. Because they're doing a live rendition of Cats, the musical. Father, I want to go to a baseball game to study it because I'm going to be in damn Yankees. <laughs> They're doing, uh, uh, <laughs> they're doing a revival. God damn it, crew! <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Going back to the World Series, the reason the Astros have a little bit of egg on their face, and you might see this news story outside of sports because it is like an outside sports thing. Uh, well, first off. Game seven of the Astros-Yankees was an insane game, and this is where all this kind of happened and went down. I don't know if you guys got to watch it. I watched a little bit of it where it was the Astros were leading the whole way, and then the Yankees tied it up in the ninth, and it looked like they had it. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Jose Altuve hit a two-run dinger to give the Astros the win and clinch the series. Um, But during that game, what went down that people are upset about, and I feel like rightfully should be, is Astros assistant general manager Brandon Taubman. He basically taunted a group of female reporters after the game because they were all like, stand, like there was like a group of female reporters kind of standing together, like waiting to get interviews and stuff. And this guy started yelling at, like he turned to them, as like the report says, he turned right at them and started yelling, like in a very intense and aggressive way, thank God we got Osuna. I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna. Now, what he's referencing is a pitcher, Roberto Osuna, who's the closer. And he was a controversial figure because last season, before the Astros got him, he had been suspended for 75 games because of domestic violence. His case was dropped because the woman that he allegedly assaulted ended up moving out of the United States. She went back to Latin America. So I think the case was dismissed after that. But it's the third longest 
suspension that MLB has ever handed out for domestic violence. And, you know, the Astros had gotten some shit for trading for him. And so this guy felt the need to turn to these women. One of them was wearing like a domestic violence survivor bracelet or something. And he felt the need to turn to them and yell at them about this guy. Yeah. And so then the Astros have defended him now saying that like it wasn't he was supporting the player and that it wasn't because he was taunting them, but he was like happy for the player because they had a relationship or some bullshit like that. And he was just being supportive. But that pitcher is the guy who gave up a home run and blew the game essentially for right. the Astros. So Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't the story doesn't add up. And lots of people, other people have corroborated the the original story of yeah. this guy being a dick. So Yeah, it was like in a press area where there was yeah. a lot of other people yeah. and they all saw him do this. Yeah. And the Astros immediately released a statement saying like it was a false report and then right. it was like all lied and made up and it just looks really bad. Yeah. Um what a way to like lead into the World Series. That's yeah, like what you're going instead of talking about Jose Altuve's heroics to get you there, you're talking about this dickhead. Yeah, just some some douchebag in your organization. Uh, it's not a good look, folks. I don't, you know, it's no. uh, I to- hashtag t- toxic masculinity. And it was at three, like a, a Sports Illustrated reporter, I think like an AP, you know, like yeah. all women who have like a voice that are going to speak right. up about it. I mean, it got broke. It broke on Sports Illustrated. She wrote, yeah, immediately wrote the whole thing. It's It's like... I don't I mean obviously no matter what the circumstances it's extremely fucked up that that guy did that like was he hammered or something like what inspired what, how know. does that come out of your mouth in that in any it's just weird it's just so thank weird thank god we got him yeah. thank fucking god we got yeah. this guy it's like dude what the I fuck? love domestic abusers I love them yeah what to me even if he wasn't a domestic abuser what a weird thing to like <laughs> well, that's what yeah, I'm saying it's, I feel it. like this it's it's so weird that it must have been in reaction to something, some perceived slight from these women. I wonder if one of them had written an article <laughs> yeah, or yeah. tweeted something or said something when they made right. the trade. Yeah. It must have been. And it just yeah. stuck in his craw for so long and he was like, yeah. Yeah, he wanted it. But it's like even weirder. It'd be it'd be less weird if Ozuna like threw the last strikeout that sealed it. But the right. fact that he, but like, he blew it. He yeah. blew it and then they like still came back and won. It's like. You're not making... What's your point? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. But it's kind of lame that, you know, the team, like, has stood up for him and called them a liar, you know? It just... Yeah. It's like a weird kind of... It's an ugly thing. Especially, uh, again, going right into the World Series, and this is all that people are talking about. It's got to suck for the other players. Yeah. It's it's not cool. It's... uh... It's not cool. Sorry, just some rat action distracted me there. Some reaction. Some reaction. <laughs> See yeah, some folks. tail danglage. Yeah, he's they're they're like cleaning themselves or something. Yeah, yeah they're mm. reacting to the Astros GM yeah, Brandon Taubman. Outraged. But yeah, uh, World Series picks. Um, you guys got any? You guys? I mean, I know we're sort of pulling for the Astros, but. You guys picking them to win or you know Stros and five. Oh, aggressive five game. I'm gonna go why the fuck not? I'll say nationals and seven just to be a contrarian. Yeah, I I, th- I think the nationals are gonna find a way to win and yeah. like make it annoying for me. And I'm gonna yeah. go nationals in six. Yeah. I was gonna give them a sweep, but maybe not. Yeah. 
Because Garrett Cole will be tough to beat. Verlander's struggling right you now. You know, you guys are smart because it's clear we're living in a hell world simulation. Yeah. And right. they're listening to what we say. And it's yeah. like whatever we want. <laughs> opposite. The opposite happens. Yeah. So you're probably right, actually. I'm still going to, you know, I'm going to amend. I'm going to say f- six. Astros and six. Astros and six. But uh, in my heart, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. In my heart, the Nationals will win, mm-hmm. and then we'll have to just spend all of next year following baseball and having everyone remind us every day that the Nationals mm-hmm. are d- division rival. <laughs> it really sucks. Yeah. I've been playing yeah. MLB the show to try and exercise the demons, try and right the ship in my own fantasy brave <laughs> season. Sure. But Snitker keeps fucking it up for you. By the way, I'm gonna post I'm gonna post a picture because oh, yeah. Snitker I've... in the game looks like the guy from Cash Cab. Oh, he looks like Ben Bailey? <laughs> yeah, he looks like Ben Bailey. He looks nothing like Snitker. Also, they fucked up Acuna in Yeah, Acuna looks nothing look anything like, like him either. Dansby Swanson looks very much like himself. Yeah. Josh Donaldson, Ozzy Albies, uh Tyler Flowers, but for some reason, like Freddie Freeman, they all look and like play exactly like themselves. But for some reason, Ronnie Acuna in that game looks like a totally different person. Yeah. Wow. I also do think it's pretty cool tonight that uh, for game one of the World Series, Brian McCann is throwing out the first pitch. Right. Oh, really? To like Evan Gaddis. Yeah. Oh, wow. In Houston, because he won a World Series there. Right. So I think that's like a better memory of him for him as like the last thing in yeah. before he retires in baseball than like losing to the Cardinals in the way they lost. In humiliating fashion. <laughs> It's like, oh, this will hopefully make you feel better. Yeah. Remember when you won a World Series? Yeah, that's good. That's not, I it's like good that. good for him, but it's like, man, if I could go back in time two weeks, like the night before the Game 5 of the AL, uh, NLDS with that horrible game, and someone's like, hey, um, in about two weeks, there's going to be a World Series game, and Brian McCann will be there. And you're like, <laughs> yes! It's like, because... He will have been retired, and he's throwing out the first pitch for another team. Yeah, and then I'd be like, "No, yeah, that's a bummer." But good for Brian, I guess. Yeah, sure. Proud of old Brian McCann, B Mac, who proud Duluth Wildcat. There you go. He was my married. Husky. My husky, your husky. husky, and he done got married in the church I done growed up in. Oh, <laughs> small town good. living down south, you know? I, yeah. <laughs> One time he he drove a car into my favorite Chick Fil A. No, that's not true. He never did that. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. We'll see. Nats Astros. Yep. And I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Good luck uh, to both of them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the real yeah. winner is baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then the NBA regular season starts tonight, um, and the Pelicans are in. They're playing the Raptors. Hold on one second. I got some rat audio. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're 69ing. Oh, shit. Now, that's some reaction. That's just uh, rat drinking water is what you just heard. Anyway, yeah, uh, the Pelican NBA. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, so they've got their, their season opening slate as uh, Raptors, Pelicans, and Lakers. Clippers. Clippers. Uh, but unfortunately, Zion Williamson is out six to eight weeks because he's uh, having Tweet. his meniscus repaired. Yeah, Oof. he jacked yeah. up his knee, which in a way I think is almost good for him. Not the injury, but the fact that he's going to be away with an injury, I think, because there's so much pressure on this yeah, kid right. to like be the face of the NBA and you're the future and you have all this. And I think him being away a little bit and then he comes back from an injury, if he doesn't play well, it's like, well, he's not 100%. Right. And you can take a little bit of pressure off. For where sure. Otherwise, it would be like, if he doesn't score 40 points this game, yeah. he sucks and he's a right. bust. Yeah. Um, I assume they scheduled that. The, because of Zion. Because of Zion, oh, yeah. though. Because now it's like Raptors-Pelicans. Right. But Lakers-Clippers, that's a great matchup. But right they're missing there. Paul George. Oh, Because really? he's out for like the first two or three months oh, of the season. Oh, shit. He had I didn't sold, realize uh, he, shoulder was, surgery. he was hurt, too. Yeah, yeah, he played with like a fucked up shoulder all last playoffs. Uh-huh. That's why like they especially yeah. sucked back towards the end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that that'll still be an amazing matchup because the yeah. Clippers are a really good team even without them, right? And we'll see the two LA teams that are the favorites out of yeah. the West go immediately head to head, which yeah. would be kind of cool. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Battle of LA. That's right. Yeah, we can get ready to hear all about that for the rest of the season. Oh, mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be cool. And then uh, I'm I'm really pumped to see our Hawks. I know they had a rough preseason, but and they're not going to be great. I'm not like putting a ton of stock in them, but they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And DeAndre Hunter looks like the real deal. Yeah, man. A lot of young talent on this Hawk squadron to get excited about. Definitely. No, it's going to be. A, I, I love basketball. I love the NBA. It's already petty, like the whole Michael Jordan bullshit that happened today. Mm-hmm. The people are going crazy about, which isn't that big of a deal. He was being interviewed on the Today Show and they asked him about because he had they had asked him like years ago if like you had to pick four guys to play a game at any point. It could be anybody you want. Who would it be? And it was all like old school guys. It was like Magic Johnson, Scottie Pippen, Akeem Olajuwon, and James Worthy, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so the guy today was like, uh, "Any? Would you change that? You know, like would you make any like changes to that, or are you still keeping those guys?" And Jordan was like, "Yeah, I'm keeping those guys. They're, they played in my era. I know them. Like I played against them or whatever." And so the guy was like, well, what about Steph Curry or whatever? And mm-hmm. Jordan was like, oh, no, he's a great player. But, yeah, he's not even he's not a he's not he's not Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's, he's not, not a Hall, Hall of Famer fame. yet, I think yeah. is what he said. Yeah. And so everyone freaked the fuck out yeah. as if, you know, he had made the biggest slight. And I was like, he was kidding around. He yeah. was like laughing. He likes Steph Curry. His dad is the play by play guy of the team that Michael Jordan owns. Right. You yeah. know, it's like, relax. Yeah, but NBA drama. There's sure. nothing else like it. You gotta love it. I mean, also, I think like he's allowed to not like love uh, uh, Steph Curry. I mean, like I I really enjoy the way the NBA is played now with three pointers, and it's a different game than it was in totally. Jordan's era. So I'm I wouldn't be surprised if there's part of him where it's like this dude just takes three pointers and Steph he doesn't Curry, play the way I played. Yeah, he's you know? like he that's plays, a lot of it. It's the yeah. old man because like, right. old NBA guys hate young NBA guys. Right. So, yeah, and yeah, I I do. Maybe it's just because I am older, but I do sort of agree with that a little bit. Of like, it is exciting to watch the three pointers all the time, but 
there was also something to be said for those like '90s NBA great teams where, you know, they did cool shit like have a seven foot guy who would just dunk a lot. I'm a little in the middle because some of those '90s like. 68 to 72 final games are like boring as hell sure but there is also like a thing of like you're jacking up 83s a game it's like all right that's kind of also not great either so like somewhere in the middle yeah two different styles and it's like yeah it's Steph curry's a hall of famer and we all know it i mean even if he retired right now he's in the hall of fame he's got the credentials jordan was just joking around yeah like if you read the article or if you just read the headline, it's like, whoa, what a dickhead. But if you watch the video, he's like laughing and mm-hmm. like clearly not being serious. Yeah. Also, I don't like Steph Curry either. There's, yeah. There's, I don't, there's yeah. like, an, I mean, he's an amazing player, but he's like annoying. Yeah. He's not that cool. No. I mean, yeah. He's a rich kid. He's a yeah. little rich boy. A little yeah. rich boy who had that. What was his show? Uh, Holy Moly. Holy Moly. <laughs> which was the television event of the summer. <laughs> Yeah, I watched one episode and... Uh, Extreme putt-putt. That was it for me. With Rob Riggle. It's funny that like LeBron James is like, I want to do a TV show where we sit around in a barbershop and talk about like pressing issues in our community. And Steph Curry's like, I want to do like a wacky motherfucking like mini golf. It's I like, love Rob Riggle. Yeah, it's Let's like get him in there. If, it's like if you combine uh, Putt Putt with uh, Ninja Warrior, yeah, yeah, and Wipeout, yeah, and Wipeout, yeah, like more all three wipeout. combined. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and speaking of LeBron uh, and all that that we talked about last week a little bit with the China stuff, I just wanted to bring this up because I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I heard that this isn't my thought; I'm repeating it from somewhere else and someone else. Uh, when we were talking about like the China comments and how everyone, like all these Republicans, like Lindsey Gray, Ted Cruz, and all these dickheads mm-hmm. started coming. Yeah. After the NBA guys about not, yeah, speaking or whatever. It's like why don't they do the same thing to NFL players? Because they go to London to play. Why don't they ask them about Brexit? Right. Because yeah. that's basically the same shit too. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some shit going on there. But yeah, it's just clear like. Yeah, These they dickheads are just like, oh, this is a black dominated sport with a bunch of black guys. We're gonna make them look bad. Yeah, exactly. And we want to try to invalidate the stuff that they were were totally right about in the past that they've spoken on. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes on that because not much yeah. else has been said. But yeah, yeah. it seems like uh, that simmered down a little bit. A little I'm bit, sure but they, it'll be yeah. it'll be curious to see going forward. Yeah, um, what happens. But uh, yeah, the NBA. We'll we'll talk about it more as it gets going. Yeah, there's going to be all kinds of weird shit, especially mm-hmm. with all these new teams. Yeah, to see what happens. Um, one thing we can talk about now because we're in the thick of it: college football. Oh yeah, baby! College football. <laughs> it was another big weekend this past weekend. Lots of lots of good games. Lots of shit went down. Jim Harbaugh can't win big games. No. Michigan lost to Penn State. That's right. I was in Philadelphia. A lot of people were excited and rooting for Penn State. Very into it there. Yeah. Well, and then there was uh, Wisconsin, too. Wisconsin went down to Illinois. Yeah. I didn't realize Lovey Smith, former Chicago Bears coach, was the coach of Illinois. Yeah. Especially because he has a giant Santa beard. He does have a Santa beard. Yeah, he's got this huge, like, white White beard. beard. And he looks nothing like he used to. Yeah. But yeah, he pulled off the big upset against the Badgers. <laughs> I yeah. love that he stayed in state. Yeah, right. He yeah. changed like from the pros to college, but he's like, 
I, I can't leave Illinois, okay? <laughs> I love it here. I legally can't. <laughs> legally, I can't. I won't get into the details, but I have to stay. I gotta so, like, go to... away games. I'll coach yeah. from here. <laughs> I'll coach from the Al's Beef on Clark Street. <laughs> I'll, shout out to Al's Beef. I like it. Yeah, yeah. that's good shit. Oh good yeah, stuff. Those Chicagoans really know how to fucking eat some horribly eat. fatty good food. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess like when it's meat. so cold, you got to get an extra layer to keep yeah. you warm and sure. alive. Yeah. Well, you know, they basically invented our our modern meat processing industry. So That's thank true. you for that, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We've got you to thank for that <laughs> wonderful process. <laughs> that wonderful uh, slaughtering mass production process. Yeah. Sorry we took away all the kids that used to work for you. Sure. You know, like yeah. 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 Had to had to take that, but otherwise, great job. Yeah. Um, See, we know more about sports here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about the jungle. Oh, sure. I read it. Upton Sinclair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, we're smart. Yeah. I know book. I know book. Come on. I know book. 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 Well, it's a big Get deal. Out of here. I know book. Yeah. Think you're better than me? I know book. Um, um, but yeah, also, uh, college football wise, Georgia. Pulled out a tough game again. Twenty-one nothing against Kentucky. I was keeping track of that score and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then I saw the weather. Yeah, and it was a monsoon, and it's like no wonder no one was scoring. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't able to watch that game, and I'm glad I was. Even despite the weather, I would have, you know, it would have just been frustrating frustrating to be like, "What's going on?" Uh, I think from yeah, it was it was like pouring rain. So obviously there wasn't much passing game for either teams. I think Fromm's final stat line was like eight for twelve for thirty-five yards or yeah. something like that. But DeAndre Swift went insane. Yeah, he had a really good game. Um, so hey, there's you know they're still alive. They're still in it. They got a bye week this got week. Got a right? bye, and, and then, then it's Florida. Florida. So yeah, it's kind of a gauntlet coming up for Georgia because they got Florida, A um, and M, right? They got A and M and Auburn. Yeah. So. You know, it's going to be a tough stretch for the dogs. So they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. Yeah. Kirby's got to get a fucking shit straight. I don't know, dude. He's got to get a new visor or (laughs) he's got to start swooping to the left instead of swooping. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. New visor. Okay, but change your swoop. Dude, he's got to do something. (laughs) You ain't going to change your swoop mid-season. Well, then he's got to get... a sign of weakness. He's got to go to Bass Pro Shops and get a new belt buckle. I don't know. He's got to change something. By swoop, we're talking about about his hair, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, he's got to reverse his swoop. He's got to get some new topsiders. He's got to get some shorter khaki shorts. I don't know. He's got to figure something out. I'm with you. I'll just don't change your suit mid-season. All right. right. Also, speaking of Georgia coaches, prayers up to Mark Richt, former Georgia coach who had a heart attack, but he's okay. Yeah. Uh, His tweet was kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm sure news will get out quick. It's like, they don't have to if you don't say anything, man. You can keep that private. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I had a heart attack this morning. Uh, hope to be back at work later this week. No. Yeah, take you your time, to, man. man. Like you're, What's his job now? He works at the ACC Network. Yeah. yeah you de- uh, I'm sure they'll be fine without you. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. channel that nobody gets Yeah, <laughs> because it's tough yeah. to come and, by. And if they do, they're not watching it for football content. No. No. They're watching uh, it for he, 
Yeah, sorry. He also <laughs> said, uh, like, I, I'm okay because I, I knew I was going to go to heaven, but I would just miss my wife. For <laughs> like, <I'm> like <laughs> yeah. okay. He said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he, being fucking Being a little six? presumptive. Being a little presumptive <laughs> there, six Mark. six years old? I knew I was going to go to heaven, but I go miss my mommy. <laughs> miss my trucks. <laughs> it was Dodge Ram, right? That was the yeah. commercial he would do? Yeah. yeah. So, thoughts um, and prayers for Coach Rick. Glad he's... He's yeah, thoughts and prayers with with the Rick family. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Florida, they played South Carolina and survived yep. in a controversy riddled game. Yeah, a lot of bad calls. I actually did catch most of that game. Yeah. Uh, Will Muschamp, former Georgia player, yeah, also unhappy, called the refs gutless at the gutless. end. They were they were blatantly terrible calls. Um, and speaking of that, I got to witness the worst calls of the weekend watching my Tennessee Volunteers play the number one ranked university of alabama crimson tide third saturday in october and um yeah the vols played great um they hung in with bama till the very end they played against bama and the refs lots of terrible 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 calls uh if you follow us on twitter you saw me drunkenly uh writing bullshit on there uh as i was upset about it i'm not saying tennessee would have won the game but the refs did enough to make it even harder and they stayed in it despite it all. And at the end, uh, our own Jarrett Garantano who had come in in replacement of, uh, a quarterback who had gotten a second concussion in a row. Oh, uh, he came in and went rogue. He changed the play at the end, uh, where we could have been a one possession game in the fourth quarter, but instead fumbled it and Bama returned it a hundred yards and, uh, ended the game. Joe, let me tell you something. You're not gonna frustrating. You're not gonna hand off the ball, okay? I got big money going against you. But Uncle T, if I if Hey I shut the fuck up, up Jerry! Uncle T I'm down here in Elvis country. I don't have time to explain this to you. But yeah, it was very frustrating. It was uh it, Steve Shaw, the ref, was terrible. Yeah. Like, I mean, he gave Bama a timeout basically. They, like, kept their drives alive. They kept pushing Tennessee back. But Garantano also did bad. He missed a wide-open guy that would have cut the score by, like, to down a field or tied the game. It would have been 14-14, but he missed them. It was a lot of bad stuff that happened. But it was good to see progress. It looks like the team's getting better. It was, like, kind of nice but also kind of bad to go to bed angry because of a game that I feel like we should have been closer Mm -hmm. in and waking up angry as opposed to... Mm -hmm. Just being ambivalent like I have been most yeah. of the time. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. That was frustrating, but ugh, fuck yeah. these SEC refs. Well, yeah, and when the refs fuck up like that, you know, like everything these days, the conspiracy theorists right. get get going on the Internet. Um, which, yeah, because that's happening now, saying they're keeping Bama alive to get him in the yeah, playoff. Yeah, which, you know, personally, I love a good conspiracy theory. So, I'm who knows? And the Maybe big these story, refs are crooked. I think they are. And the big story in that game is that Tua Tagovailoa got That's injured. Right? Yeah. How badly did he get injured? It's a high ankle sprain. So he was rolling out and got sacked from behind. And when the guy dove to take him down, he like landed on his ankle and like rolled up underneath. Mm. And he immediately got taken out of the game. So he's out for this week. They're playing uh, Arkansas, and it's going to be um, their backup going in uh, Mac. 
Cole, I think his name is or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they have a bye, and then they play LSU. <laughs> so they're saying two will be back by then, but mm, yeah. we'll see. That's going to be a dandy. And they're yeah. already starting to do the excuses of like, well, uh, LSU might win because two won't be 100% mm. and blah, you know, and it's like, guys, Come just on. let it play out. Yeah. You got to play <laughs> the games, guys. Yeah. Everyone has injuries. Right. Yeah. So, damn. Well, I know looking ahead to this week, uh, LSU Auburn is the big That's matchup. That's going to be a huge one. And then I think Notre Dame Michigan is, yep. is the other good one. Yeah. There yeah. might be one other Big Ten game. But yeah, Notre Dame, Michigan. That'll be uh, it's a classic rivalry. Sure, up there in the Midwest, up yeah. there in Indiana, Michigan, right in the border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully the Irish will uh, dispatch with those uh, hapless you would, Wolverines. You would, uh, you would assume so. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't watched their last couple games, but overall they've looked pretty good this season. Mm-hmm. So I think they should make uh, quick work of those. Wolverines, yeah. do we know if it's in... Those are two stadiums where home field definitely matters. For sure. Oh, especially with those teams as well, because they're... Yeah. I don't know. They yeah. seem to need that little extra boost... For sure. ...to get it going. And and yeah, I mean, if, if Michigan loses this, Harbaugh has proven that he can't win any mm-hmm. big games. Yeah. He chokes them all away. Oh, yeah, that's at Michigan. It's at Michigan, so okay. So that's that much in more the big pressure house. for Harbaugh. Like, if he loses to Notre Dame at home, the seat is going to be hot for him. Yeah. And uh, uh, LSU-Auburn. Yeah, that's at LSU. That's a monster game, too. Yeah, that one's huge. I, I have not, uh, due to uh, circumstances outside of my control of the last couple Saturdays, I have not been able to watch college football, but it sounds like this Saturday is must-see TV. Yeah, So sure. I think I'm going to plant my ass on a couch. Yeah, it should be good. A couple Diet Pepsis. Yeah. And just go to town. And I'll be watching Tennessee, South Carolina. Because <laughs> the way Tennessee's playing, I mean, they could potentially rally and make a bowl still, yeah. which would be insane. I think they can definitely beat South Carolina. Sounds like Guarantano is a big part of the problem. Well, he is, and he's he's been removed as quarterback, but this freshman keeps getting concussions. Yeah, that ain't good either. And the whole Guarantano thing, too, when he came off the field after he went rogue, I could talk about this all day. I won't. But he got yelled at. He got screamed at by the coach, like, very badly on the sidelines, and they even grabbed his face mask a little bit to, like, make him look him in the eye because he, like, looked away from him. And that's been a whole, like... Players are soft, or like coaches yeah. are too hard on these guys. And it's yeah, like, yeah. But they're already talking about it. It's like if he plays, because I think he does get like based on what we have left, he is the better of the two quarterbacks. Fans can't be like booing this kid. You know, like he fucked up, he did a bad play, but he's still a kid. He's still yeah. just like a fucking twenty-year-old idiot. True. It's like you know, adults don't need to be like because mm-hmm. some ex-players were like he would have gotten his ass kicked if he played when I played. And it's yeah. like, guys, you're a grown man. He's a boy. Mm-hmm. Let's relax. Yeah. And I plus, was annoyed too, but like his uncle's Tony Soprano. His uncle's yeah. Tony be Soprano. Be careful. Man. Don't, what like, you say? Don't piss him off. As yeah. we know, Tony lived after the end of that. He did. Finale. He did. We've yeah. interviewed him. Yeah. yeah. And. Also, yeah, I bet Jared Guarantano will be playing for, like, Rutgers next year. He should. I think at this point, because he's got one year left, 
he should he needs to transfer out of UT because he's yeah. not going to play there anymore. Yeah, and just go back to Rutgers and like you'll be a starter. And yeah, probably exactly. be fine. Yeah, but he's proven that he's just not an SEC caliber mm-hmm. quarterback. He just isn't. Yeah. Um. But anyway, enough about Tennessee. I could go on forever yeah. about that. It was fired up. Yeah. I got some funny names. If we want to. Hell yeah. Funny around. names. I wrote down a few. Funny names. So defensive back from North Carolina, Storm Duck. <laughs> Whoa. Storm Duck. Storm Duck. That's his name. Hmm. That sounds like something you attach to your house for bad weather. Oh, you better throw on the Storm Duck. (laughs) Honey, where's the Storm Duck? (laughs) And he's not a good old boy like you would imagine by hearing that name. What is he? He's like an African-American boy from like Charlotte or something. Hell yeah. Uh, Then kicker for Texas, Cameron Dicker. Oh yeah, Dicker the kicker. Yeah, Cameron Dicker Dicker. the kicker. And then uh, one just not college football name, but it's like the best name I heard all week. Pierre Delecto. Oh yes, Pierre Delecto. I didn't really. I that's Mitt Romney's fake Twitter account. Pierre Delecto, which is an awesome name. Yeah, it's like Ron Mexico, Carlos Danger level. It is. Um. I I didn't I saw that like headlines about that, but I didn't actually read the story. I can only imagine that Mitt Romney's like secret Twitter account is him just being like, I don't I you know I I went to Subway today and they didn't put enough bacon on my bacon yeah. salad. You know what I mean? Like these are my hot takes that I can't share. Yeah. My regular. I had a sniff of coffee this morning and it was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking Mormon. Wearing gray underwear today. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I don't love everything that the president is doing. Mm. <laughs> Pierre Delecto with Whoa, the hot what takes. Pierre. Someone Jeez. like him who <laughs> came pretty close to being the president and he's just like this weird Mormon guy. Like his brain must be just melting as he watches, like. Oh, yeah. Old president, uh, our leader, our dear leader, just mm-hmm. does whatever he wants, says whatever he wants, and and kicks so much ass. While and, he, doing- and we love it. <laughs> we love every second of it. He rules. I just, you know. But yeah, Pierre Delecto, maybe the yeah. coolest thing he's ever I think that thought or is, come up with. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Delecto. Pierre Delecto. Oh, also in college football, I want to mention the the sooner schooner oh yeah they had yeah. a little bit of an accident uh oklahoma has a little wagon that they run mm-hmm. out in with like some horses and people right off the back and this week it tipped over <laughs> yeah <laughs> completely fell it apart tipped over it like fucking slammed and i'm surprised yeah. everyone was okay thankfully yeah, yeah. but what i want to know is what's all the trash that was inside of it because like <laughs> All the shit spilled out on the field. Yeah. Like, what are you carrying in Somebody there? Somebody lives in there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey! Uh, now, Jimmy, we ran out of dorm rooms, but we have a room for you. It's the Suter Scooter. Okay, well, yeah. as long as I can still sleep in very late on Saturdays. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, Google it. It's, yeah. it's pretty funny. It's good stuff. Just knowing that everyone's okay, it's pretty funny. Yeah. And if someone had been killed, it would have been funny. It would have yeah, been even we'd, funnier. We'd be laughing even harder right now. But if the horses would have gotten hurt, it would have been a tragedy. That's, tragedy. That's no joke. Um, animal lives are more important than human lives. That's We've right, Jimmy. That. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
just one more thing on college football from college football for me is yeah, yeah. this Saturday too at noon is Ohio State Wisconsin. If Wisconsin, oh, yeah. if Wisconsin hadn't blown that game last week, that game would be huge too. So it actually is a pretty good, pretty good slate of games in college football. But I think this is Ohio State's first like, actual tough yeah. Game. So we'll actually like get a sense of how good Ohio State Which, actually is. Which, to their is. credit, they've been killing everyone, so right. at least there's that. It hasn't yeah. been like they've been struggling against bad teams, right. but this is their first real game, and was, the the Badgers are going to be wanting to bounce back. Exactly, and Badgers are going to be hungry. The but, Badgers. But they might have played their way out of everything, because like, they still have to play Minnesota, I think, who's undefeated in the conference. Yeah. And if Minnesota wins, they go to the Big that's Ten right. title, I believe. Yeah. I believe that's right. And also... And Ohio State-Penn State, I think, still has to play, and that's going to be yeah, a huge game, Yeah, that one's... Because yeah. Penn State's also undefeated. Yeah, Penn State's I forget about them, but they're now. a good team. Yeah, they're all the way up to sixth. Also, I noticed Appalachian State is ranked 21st. Yeah. Whoa. It's amazing. Yeah. What a time. The, I think they're undefeated. Straight out of Boone, North Carolina. Yes, sir. That's nice. But yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend of a college fart ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I do want to mention, um, is, uh, just real quick here over at the end, shout out to our Atlanta United. They are in the Eastern conference semifinals of the MLS playoffs. They beat new England over the weekend and took them out. So now they play the Philadelphia union on Thursday and, uh, yeah, it's nice to see Atlanta winning something. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. We um, have something to cheer for cause, uh, we didn't even touch the NFL, but. Oh, uh, well. The Falcons are it's yeah, not good. A shit show. Yeah, just, Matt Ryan's out with a bad ankle because he gets killed every time he drops back. And Mohamed Sanu got traded today. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. He's a New England Patriots. Oh, no. Yeah, so they're officially... It's like, I mean, obviously the season's been over, but now it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are just cutting your losses. And actually, it was a pretty good move because they got a second round pick they for him. They got a good return for which him, Which yeah. I think he was just going to walk next season anyway because I don't think they were going to re-sign him. Yeah. And a second round pick is very high. For sure. For Mohamed Sanu. No offense right. to Mohamed Sanu, but... Yeah, I really like Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, so. he's a great player, but... But yeah, it's it's a good value. It was in a, good a way, trade. it's a good value for the. Fal- it's a win win for both teams. Yeah, because the Falcons aren't going to do anything this season anyway. Oh, so, no. oh, so no. yeah, get the second round pick. But th- what they really need to do is fire Dan Quinn. Yes, come on. Like, Agreed. It's out of control. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's but, really bad. Yeah, they're extremely bad. Really bad. They're very. Who's really bad. good in the NFL? It's obviously the Patriots. Yeah, they're the best team. I don't know if anyone can beat them. Yeah. honestly. But it's they're the awesome. The Packers are looking good. The Packers good. are looking really good. The Chiefs have dropped because Mahomes is hurt. Yeah. It's also hurting my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> the Ravens are good. Yeah, yeah, but I don't trust them all the way, though they are really good. And Lamar Jackson yeah. looks like a young Mike Vick. Yeah. He's, he's running all over people and like really up. fun and exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. The 49ers are 6 The and 49ers are very good. The, the Bills are 5-1, and one, yeah. I think. Yeah. They're only lost to the Patriots, and they barely lost that yeah. game. And meanwhile, the, the Saints and the Panthers, with both of their starting quarterbacks hurt, are six and one and four and two. Yeah, the Saints are looking really good. Yeah. Um, even though like they proved why everyone enjoys when they get bad calls against them this week because they were playing the Bears, and in the middle of the game, the Bears running back, uh, what's his name, Tariq Cohen, mm-hmm. he's five six, so he's like a little guy, but he's like still really good but like the saints are making fun of his 
like they tackled him and then like one guy's like ooh, ooh like moving mm-hmm. his hand like he's like a little boy and it's just like this is why people hate you yeah because you don't and sean payton is also talking shit on the sideline mm-hmm. i was just having like you, you don't have are, to do this you're a-holes you yeah. don't have to be a dick about this right like, it's you're a good player just be right. good yeah yeah like you can celebrate with each other but don't make fun of a guy's height yeah that's not cool no but what you gonna do hey what you gonna do they're gonna win they're gonna go to the super bowl hey. and probably win it all and it'll yeah. be suck for all of us yeah what we'll be do? sad the lions are actually pretty good too yeah matt stafford yeah but yeah the nfl whatever i'm barely paying attention yeah same here same that's why i asked i genuinely don't have any idea yeah. um but yeah the falcons are extremely bad that, yeah that, I, that it, I can tell you it's kind of good because it's like all right i can just ignore it yeah it's easy to check out mm-hmm. for this horrible league or it's like not like they're barely like fighting for a wild card spot and it's like kind of stressful right it's like, now i'm just yeah, season's done completely done with you yeah and i love it yeah I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was in Philly actually over the weekend and we were watching. We went to, we found a bar in like the Chinatown area and it was like a sports bar, but it was like half like Vietnamese Chinese food, half like bar food, but they had tons of TVs. Mm-hmm. And I will say, Philly, they really like their college football. Good. People were into it. That's another check in the pro column for Philly. Yeah, because I I was like, you know, we asked about like, hey, can we get to like the Atlanta United game? You know, because there was no one in there when we first walked in. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. They started coming in. They're like, what the fuck? Can we Mm -hmm. get the Florida game up here? Oh, really? And it was like, hell yeah. Like, normally I would have been like upset, but I was like, nah, hell yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was like a shout out to that. Yeah. I like that. But, um, yeah, I think that kind of does it for the week. Sure. Got a. I have a lot more to talk about next week after these big games. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a quick break with these rats and see what they got going on. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with more sports lawyers in just a sec. What's up, rats? We're back. Yo. Rat back at you. Rat uh, City. You know, Rat City. We're living mm-hmm. the rat life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we talked about how big this weekend, this upcoming week of college football is. Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of the season. So we thought, why not book an expert to come talk some more college football to everybody? Yeah. Um, he's a college football legend. Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Famer, national, national championship champion. winning coach, former coached player everywhere, former player. So many great coaches coached underneath him. Great TV analyst for Amazing many years. Analyst. Uh, I mean, what hasn't this guy done? I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. But everyone, wherever you're listening, please stand up and clap 
for former coach and Hall of Famer Lou Holtz. <laughs> thank you, Diego. Thank you, Jimmy. And thank you for having me here in the Sportatorium Annex. Yeah, I think I you. love the sports lords. Uh, I'll tell you one thing I haven't done. That's killed a man. Uh-oh, here come the police. It's not for me, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry. The big city, we got all kinds I, of this is yeah. why sirens This is time. one of the many reasons I stay away from large cities. Yeah? You don't like big cities. Don't huh? care for urban centers, no. And so you've never killed a man, you said. That's no, never, never killed done. a man. I've never done that. Have you ever wanted to? Oh, of course. I'm given to rage. I'd love to kill. Who would you like to kill the most? Or who have you wanted yeah, to kill the most? Yeah, if there was a purge tonight, who would be number one? And you can one go back it. in time if you want to as well. For, but yeah, who's sure. number one on that purge list? Crooked Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're a big Republican, but you did donate to her campaign in 2008. That's right. That's before I was sort of awoken to the new the new my new mindset from President President Trump, President Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It was such an honor to get to vote for him and even speak with him and introduce him at some of the events across the country in 2016. Um, okay, I, I think I got most of that. But that was a different time in 2008 because I, uh, you know, I'd had enough of Bush. I said, "Let's get Hillary in office to finally finish these wars, was kill it, them all." And, and you didn't want Obama. Yeah, I was going to say, was it? Yeah. was it because you were sick of Bush and liked Hillary, or was it because you really hated Obama? Right. It might have had something to do with hating Obama. You didn't like Barack Hussein Obamacare? No, I don't care for it, and I don't want it anywhere near me or my family. I don't want to catch whatever that gives you. Well, you'd have to worry about that now, thankfully, I guess. Um, I don't think it gives you anything. It doesn't give you anything. If anything, it helps get rid of stuff. If you say so, but I'm not touching it. Well, Coach, um, we don't have you here to talk politics necessarily. We we won't, we're here <laughs> have you here to talk. About it feels like you do <laughs> college football. Um, how's the season going for you? You've been watching it now that you're not on TV. Well, of course I've been watching my Fighting Irish, my old team, and I've been seeing them, and I think they're really on the right track under Brian Kelly. And I think Ian Book's got a lot of talent. I think there's a tough loft down in Athens. You know, the former team of J.D. Stokely, one of my favorite all-time quarterbacks. But other than that, you know, it's been quite a top-turvy season. We'll see what happens with Alabama and Louisiana State. Boy, does that Joe Burrow look good. And then there's, of course, Michigan. They're on the hot seat because Harbaugh can't get a win to save his life. Yeah, and also your other one of your other former teams, South Carolina, beat Georgia. So. I saw that. Yeah, I played for uh, coach for South. Didn't play for my coach for South Carolina for some time, and I was very proud of them to see them win that hard fought game. What an amazing game! Sure, yeah. So I think uh, JD Stokely. I think it meant DJ Shockley. Yeah. going back to that. By the way, former quarterback. DJ That's Shockley. what I said, JD Stokely. Well, that's okay. fine. That's Great. fine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We we know. Um. So yeah, you mentioned Joe Burrow. He he's the the Heisman Such, favorite right now. I'm, such a talent. What yeah. do you think of that LSU squadron? I think LSU's got they they're the real deal this time around. I think LSU's back and better than ever now. They got a real quarterback in Joe Burrow. 
I haven't seen a quarterback this this good since Danny Warfel. Oh, really? Yep. What do you think of Coach O? Because a lot of people were divided on him, and you're a former coach, so you have more insight on people. What do you think about Ed I think Coach O's got the, the tenacity, and he's a real leader. And they, and I just I understand him. He understands me. Other people don't understand us, oh, really. but don't understand either of you. Yeah, yeah, but I understand him, and I'm really just happy to see him just get down there in Baton Rouge. And I, I think he's got a chance to bring him a national championship. <laughs> as good a chance as any any team that in, the, in all of the NCAA. I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, what was that last thing you said? As, but as good a chance as anybody in the NCAA. <laughs> um, now, after your long and storied coaching career you spent uh, a better part of a decade um as an analyst on espn uh you were paired alongside former um all-american player mark may you both have been gone from espn for a few years do you keep up with mark do you oh, talk to him at all absolutely okay. yeah we go we we talk we sometimes we barbecue together and we hang out and just we'll watch games and we'll do our own little broadcast just for us and our families. But yeah, Mark's such a good guy and he's such a good role model for for me and for everyone around him. He's so cool. That's great. <laughs> I love Mark and I think we we probably were the best one two punch. And yeah. all of ESPN, we really? were sort of like the Chris Berman and Mark Jackson. Tom or, Jackson. That's what I said. <laughs> now, well, let me ask you something else, because you guys left, you both left the network ESPN at the same time. It's not totally clear what happened there. Did you, did you were you, was that a retirement? Did you want to leave? Or? Some say it's me retiring, and others say it's that I invoked the name of Hitler on the air. You did. You compared Michigan coach Rich Rodriguez, Michigan coach at the time, Rich Rodriguez, to Hitler. <laughs> Which I don't see what the big deal is about that. I think that it's normal in the course of events to compare leaders like coaches with Hitler. Yeah, Who is Hitler if not the coach of Germany? You said he was a great leader. Uh, yeah. What's happening with over there? Oh, no, those are rats. Don't worry about those. Yeah, yeah. What did it do? Uh, it's just eating its dinner. It's just I hanging think. out. Yeah. Don't worry about them rats. Are you sure? It's, you looked at it like maybe it was eating its... Sugar. What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Everything's fine. Uh, yeah, it's a is little... It is it listening to us? Is that an Alexa? I don't know. It was uh, it was flashing, but everything's okay. Okay. I know. It's okay. You don't need to... For those of you not listening, Coach Holt is like up and worried right now. Yeah. Like, you just like, scared me. You looked at that thing like it was going to jump out and bite us. Yeah, no, nothing's going to happen, Coach. You seem a little paranoid. Totally fine. You're being, a little... Yeah. Yeah, like we're being surveilled in some way. Well, I'll tell you, the deep state's after all of us. As evidenced by the fact that, yeah, of course, the deep state's out to get us. They're trying to impeach our dear president right now, the best president that we've ever had. Yeah, that, like, siren got to you, like, yeah. any the little thing here. You're I like, just don't like it here. I don't know why, you know, why we couldn't do this interview in where I live, which is on a cornfield in an undisclosed location. Well, that's... A fair point, but yeah. you know we we our studios are, are here, and and you agreed. But 
since you left TV with with Mark, like, what have you been up to? What What's your yeah. favorite thing to do now that you're not on television? I like to dig holes in the ground and lay in them. <laughs> yeah, nice and cool in there, I guess. Very cool. It's uh, it's just a nice, <laughs> nice to feel like I'm like I'm being pressed down into the earth. You're getting ready for the next stage of yeah, life, I guess. I guess. That's what it sounds like. A little preparation for being dead in a coffin. Oh, so you want to be buried? Oh, yeah. I want to be buried. You don't want to be cremated or... No, I want to be buried, preferably alive. <laughs> really? Why is that? That's just a Holtz tradition. Wow. All the Holtz men get buried alive. At what age? Or just at their own choosing? At your own choosing. Okay. And if it's not too personal, where do you want to be buried? Do you, like on this cornfield or in a stadium somewhere? A stadium would be nice, but I'd take a cornfield. I've been in talks with the University of Notre Dame about using Notre Dame Stadium as a burial. And they said it's already booked for a death by Regis Philbin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said it's booked for a bazooka explosion for Regis. And I respect Regis. He... He was a big booster for the University of Notre Dame fighting Irish program when I was there. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a flashy TV guy. He's going for the big bazooka death. You're going for a more humble coach. More down home, middle America, buried, buried in the ground. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, yes, exactly. Well, maybe this is just a pitch, just putting it out there. Maybe you could, we could talk to Reach for you, maybe, because yeah. he's a friend of our show. And maybe we could convince Reach to be bazooka at Yankee Stadium, his other favorite team. Yeah. And then you can have Notre Dame. That, that's very, very kind of you. I appreciate that. That would be very good. We'll but if he, if he won't budge on that, I will be bazooka at the South Carolina Stadium or a cornfield. Well, not bazooka I mean buried alive. He'll Williams, be bazooka Williams-Brice Stadium in South Carolina? Right. I'll be buried in there or I'll be buried in anywhere. As long as I'm alive and trying to fight it, that's <laughs> fine by me. Yeah, you want to be alive long enough to hear those cocks crow yeah. nonstop yep. at Williams-Brice. That's right. Let's bring back the memories. And what were we talking about before I got distracted by the rats? And uh, um, you we were talking about barbecuing with Mark May. I want to, yeah, I think. When yeah, you were sure. Jumpy oh, with the, the yeah. deep state, the deep state. Because it's after you say it's after all of us. Oh yeah, it's after like all, all of us. Every all, every single one of us. They're trying to get us. The liberal media is making you believe that this is the problem, or that's the problem, but it's all just mind control from the deep state. Fascinating. That is, I haven't heard that from anybody else. That's interesting. It's all mind control from the deep state. Okay. So, were you friends with Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> Jeff Epstein. It seems like someone you would, yeah, be cool with. Cross paths based on all these ideas you have. Well, he. I flew on one of his planes one time in 2008 when I was donating to Hillary, and I flew on and I. That was sort of, I got a bad taste in my mouth when I saw that he had child sex slaves. I said, I don't know about this. Sure. But you liked meeting Jimmy Buffett. Love Jimmy Buffett. Love his tunes. Great guy. He he played me some songs that he never released that were amazing. One was called, I'll take that, I'll take that daiquiri to go, please. (laughs) 
Oh, that I gotta hear that, man! I can't believe we're missing that. We'll have to get Jimmy back on, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. He's also a friend of the show. Yeah. Oh, you guys are rubbing elbows with some real big timers. I don't have time. To, I don't have time to listen to the radio too often these days. Yeah, what are you doing with? Well, I'm out there in the fields thinking about life, burying myself, thinking about where what teams I could I could use my help to improve their football. Programs. Who do you think could use your help? Oh, so many of them. But I think right now, a team, you know, I'd love to step into that Michigan job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're <laughs> struggling. And that's a great storied program. And it'd be hard to, to go against the Irish and, and try and take them on like I'd have to do every season. But I'd inspire those boys. They'd love to see an 80-plus-year-old man Well, here's an idea. F- flopping I, you, around. Here's an idea. It might be a little bit outside the box for you, but you coached the New York Jets for one season in 1976. You know, our Falcons are probably going to be looking for a coach here soon down in Atlanta. That's not too far from whatever cornfield I imagine yeah. you live in. Would you, if Arthur Blank were to call you, would you take the Atlanta Falcons job? If he got his friend Bernie Marcus to call me, I'd take that call. Oh, well, okay. Bernie has nothing to do with the Falcons. So but I'll tell you, yeah, I'd love to go down to Atlanta and win some games with them. Yeah. So, it, yeah, but, you know, Michigan number one and then Falcons are number two. Okay. I think that I know that I know I inspire, you know, inspire greatness out of young men yeah you're known as sort of a great motivator and a great sort of speech maker um, yeah i've got a i have a great speaking voice yeah, it's you clear. Have a tremendous speaking voice tremendous um absolutely um as as someone who's known for being a great motivator and and speaker if you had to choose somebody to give a motivational pep talk to just anybody a team a person who do you think needs a pep talk and not to put you too much on the spot could we hear a little bit of that because you used to do that on espn you right do your pep talk that's right you were a fan oh Oh, yeah of course so i think sorry that's the rat yeah no that's fine now i know what's happening i can see it it's drinking water yeah it's not recording you or anything no no, well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of people who could use the pep talk for starts. Jeffrey Epstein. Or maybe Mark Ricks, who just had a heart attack. Mark or Ricks. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. I wouldn't give him one, though. I'd say, you die. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of some other people who could use pep talks. But let me think about it. Let me. This is good radio, right? To just sit here and think about it and think about it. Who's down and on their down on their luck right now in the world? Well, um, well, you were saying that our our dear leader is unfortunately he's like being are, impeached. That's right. Okay, I give one to Donald Trump, yeah. my favorite like guy. He's yeah. my favorite. So this is what it'd be. It's like, hey, Donald, I know people are at your nipping at your heels right now and trying to jump jump down your throat, but it's important to remember. Times like these, when the going gets tough, you gotta get going too. So grab your grab your wife and grab your kids and grab everybody close to you. And grab them, grab them, 
grab him by the pussy and tell Congress to go fuck itself. And if they don't, nuke China. What? <laughs> wow. I don't know how that would help. Yeah, at all, but all right. Yeah, trust know. me, he'd know what I mean yeah, by that. I don't know if how or if it would help, but I know he would like it. I'm ready to put my dick in the dirt and go run through a wall right now. Yeah, because I, I got mean, motivated. Yeah, I got goosebumps from that. For oh sure. yeah, even though I hate everything about Donald Trump and sure what you believe, but man, just the voice and the way it's delivered. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter what the words are. I get it now. Yeah, I totally get that's, it. Yeah, that's how you inspire a young man. A young man like Donald Trump can use all the inspiring you can give him i guess he is young to you <laughs> he's very young to me <laughs> well coach um as we wrap up here uh i just curious who do you what's your pick uh for the rest of the college football playoff here like who do you think makes the playoff who do you think wins the national title i think it's gonna be notre dame lsu alabama and Brigham Young University. Oh, wow. wow. Two SEC schools and a Mountain West yeah. Brigham Young who's lost a few games. Sure. And, of course, my fighting Irish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, that goes yeah. obviously inside, yeah. And that's it. And they're going to win it all, you think, probably? Notre Dame's going to win in a victorious fashion. And all will recognize Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The one son of God and the Virgin Mary as their saviors. You think so? You think a Notre Dame championship will convert? It'll convert the entire nation to Catholicism once and for all. Hey, one can only hope. And you're Catholic yourself? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they tend to forget after a while. Yeah. Yep. But, okay, you heard it here first. Notre wow. Dame is going to win it all and we're all going to be Catholic. Wow. That's what Lou Holtz believes. And uh, and I got a couple more thoughts about Colin Kaepernick I'd like nope, to nope, share. No, no, so, no, no, think, oh, yeah. okay. We can take those off mic potentially, yeah. okay. but we're just out of time. Yeah. Well, um, let me just say a couple things about Shane Gillis, well, who's fired yeah, from no, Saturday okay. We can put that nope. in an extra episode we'll release later. That'll be on our bonus. Patreon yeah. bonus racism. Okay, uh, well, if you won't let me make any points... Here's my impression of a Chinese protester who's in Hong Kong. Here goes. You're going to oh, stop. That's okay. Oh, okay. That's okay, uh, coach. I think um, we're right. At, we're out of time. Our producer yeah. is giving us the light, so we got to mm. get going. We were in a tight ship here, but thank you so much okay. for coming on. Yeah, thank um, you so much for talking to us. Yeah, it was great yeah. to have you, Coach. There's an open mic up the street. You could test oh. that material. I'd really? love to get up on stage there and throw some singers at them. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, thank you, Coach. It's great to have you. Great to be here. Go Irish. All right, and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some dabs. Party cake. Chuck wings. Mic check, mic check. Hold up, hold up. Oh! We're going to go to the ATL with this shit right here. Turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, gang, gang. Dab on. Dab on. Dab on. Dab on. Whoa, what an intense interview. We're back. Yeah. Um, Lou Holt is one of those old guys who's got that, like, he's high energy still, though. Yeah. You know, he's kind of, he's intense. Yeah. He really is. He, um, yeah, he, Kevin, he made you stand outside and said to, like, keep a lookout because yeah. they're coming. Right. He said something about the deep state. Yeah. Which, he was talking about that a lot. He gave you that gun, too. 
You just had that pistol. Yeah, on. it was weird. Yeah. And I ended up pointing it at a guy, and then it turned out he was like, no, I'm here to deliver this deep dish pizza. Oh, yeah. And I, sorry, I ate it all, but. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lou is an intense guy. Yeah. And uh, if you guys don't know who Lou Holtz is, Google him and you'll yeah you'll get a even more understanding. Yeah, check of out YouTube. What a nut he is. Oh yeah. But speaking of getting nuts, <laughs> it's time for us to do our dabs. And uh, what are dabs? You might wonder if you're new to the show. Dabs are when we pick a topic of our choosing and we rant about it and tell you why it bothers us or bugs us or makes us feel bad. How do we know when a dab starts and ends? You hear the official sound of a dab. Which is that. That's the official sound of a dab. So, leading us off tonight, I believe I'm going first. So my dab begins now. All right. uh, Tonight, I'm going to dab not on Steve Shaw and the bullshit SEC refs like everyone thinks. I'm going to dab on bathrooms that set up mirrors in front of you. Because you know what? I don't want to watch myself peeing, all right? I don't want to watch anyone peeing. I don't especially want to watch myself and my tiny little dick shooting a little pee out of it. It's gross and stupid, so don't put mirrors in front of people when they pee. I hate it. Please stop doing that. Bathrooms with mirrors that can you can see yourself use the bathroom. You just got dabbed on. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. Yeah. I, I hate it. I don't want to look at myself while I pee. My yeah. little ding dong. And I can't close my eyes because I'm going to piss everywhere. Right. I'll lose control. You'll <laughs> go flying. Yeah. It's like a hose. Or I'll fall asleep the way birds do if you cover yeah. their eyes. Even worse is if you had to look at yourself in the mirror while you were pooping. That'd be even worse. <laughs> yeah, but at least I don't. See, I wouldn't see my asshole. That's Unless there was true. like a camera yeah. underneath and they had it on a TV screen. They had a whole set. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You think it's a normal mirror, and then you start to poop, and it changes to a screen of your asshole pooping? Yeah. That'd be fucked up. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be fucking gross. Why'd you bring it up? Devious stuff. You brought it up. I know. (laughs) Sicko. But anyway, before we get even more sick, Jamie, it's time for you to get sick, I think, man. Oh, yeah. It's time for you to dab, and your dab starts now. All right, this week uh, I'll be dabbing on when when people like are talking about a store and they make the stores the name of the store like possessive. Like for example, when somebody's like, oh, "I'm gonna swing by Walmart's. You guys need anything?" <laughs> or I'm making a Costco's run. Or uh, I'm gonna stop at Best Buy's to pick up some video games. As if like Best there's some guy named like Steve Best Buy. <laughs> Who started Best Buy and he owns all the Best Buys. It's annoying, okay? It's called Best Buy. It's called Costco. It's called Walmart. There's no S on the end of them. So if you talk like that, you're going to tick me off. So guess what? People who say make store names possessive, you just got dabbed on. Yeah, man the hell's up with that i don't know i feel like it is probably even more um relevant in like the midwest that feels like a midwesterners thing to do yeah i mean everyone probably happens everywhere but i bet it happens the most there Mm -hmm. that's how i imagine like when i hear it in my head yeah that's that's sort of what i like an older midwestern person Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, what's I mean, another chain? I'm going to Subways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve Subways, founder of Subway. I'm going to Rite Aids, and then I'm going to Walgreens. Well, that's already, that has an S on it. I'm going over to Bazunga. Does anyone need something? Yeah. <laughs> Some juicy Bazungas. That already has an S on it, too, so it doesn't work in this example, but you get what we're yeah. talking about. Don't do that. Bad. That's what I say. But Kevin, mm-hmm. it's time for you to do some bad and do some dabbing. Mm-hmm. Your dab starts now. All right. My dab is for a certain unnamed corporation that requested me and a friend of the show, uh, Billy Bob Thompson, to write a jingle for them. And then apparently said it was, quote, too funny. Uh, It's kind of the reason you asked us to do it. So there should be no such thing as too funny. You asked to write a funny song, we wrote a funny song, and then it's too funny. You're the reason this country's headed into the toilet, okay? You're the reason the world is on fire, okay? You're the reason... Humanity is doomed. And you just got dabbed on. Yeah, that's crazy, man. How can something be too funny? Yeah, I don't know. I've, you know, I don't want to name them because I I think it's still possible. But that's what I was told. That it was too funny. Uh, still possible to get used is what I mean. And, you know, you, whatever. Fuck them. That's why advertising sucks. That's why everything sucks. Because if you're actually really funny, they're like, that's too funny. It's like, well, what do you want? Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Doesn't, no. Straight up doesn't make sense, folks. No. I don't get it. Yeah. But that's why they're not the number one company at what they do i guess mm-hmm. that's right there yeah. are a couple of companies ahead of them. there's a few that are competitors yeah. that are doing way better than now that's right that's facts. right or a couple whose product i enjoy more than this sure. way more company. i mean yeah. it's a highly competitive market and yeah they're not they're not leading the pack by any means not it's, anymore no no but Man, um, these, these rats are all hyper off the hamster food I gave yeah, them. Yeah, they're fucking getting he's getting crunk. He's getting all up in this shit. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah. And, spe- and speaking of these hyper rats, we want to once again thank um, thank our sponsor this week, Gregory's. Gregory's. Um, thank you so much for for the belief in our show. We believe in everything you're doing. Rats need TVs. Rats need jacuzzis. Rats need jet skis. They're just like people. They need stuffs. They need stuffs. They're just like people with long tails and rabies. Long, disgusting tails. Yeah, and swollen, oversized testicles. Just, we can't stress to you at home enough how huge these rats' nuts are. It's really... We'll take a photo and tweet it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Yeah, oh God. Because it's something else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, God. 
Oh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. I think that's going to put a bow on another classic episode of Sports Lords. We always Once. finish. If you're new to the show, first of all, spread the word. Tell your friends. Second of all, just know we finish every episode by talking about rat testicles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So strap in and, and get excited for that. It's something that needs to be talked about more. Mm-hmm. Not enough people are out there talking about rat testicles. Yeah, I so. think we're pretty brave, actually, for sort of... I think we're very brave. Yeah, for leading the way on that and getting the discourse started, you know, because it has to start somewhere. Because they're they're too big. They're too big, and I think everybody's been, <laughs> been kind of looking the other way on that for a long time, because it's uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah. But so. hey, we got to have these difficult conversations if we're going to... Move forward together as a society. Yep. And as a nation, we're going to heal. <laughs> Ooh, there's a rat fight happening. Uh-oh. Now. We got rat on top of rat right now. He wants that food that the other rat has. Mm. But um, yeah, if you're enjoying this content, please spread the word as Kevin said and tell your friends. Make sure you like and subscribe to our show. We are available on any podcast platform available. So make sure you do that. Leave us a review if you got time, if you can. Please um, do that. We'll we'll give you a dang shout out on the dang show. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it just takes a couple easy. minutes. Yeah, make sure it's good though, because yep. it helps us out. The more reviews we get and the more likes we get, it bumps us up the charts, yeah. and then we can take over this world and exactly. beat the ringer and Barstow ESPN and Barstow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know all those other bad podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um. So make sure you do that and um. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Let's all do it together. Bye. 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 I want to be buried, preferably alive.